Hey guys, what's going on? Cameron here with The Lawn Care Life in Missouri. This is LCBU number 35. Man, I uh, I just dropped off on you guys. Sorry about that. So when I got back from the Toro trip, man, um, I, uh, I switched everything out from one truck to the other truck. I put some stuff in the house, some stuff in the shop, some stuff in the box truck. And so... Um, Man, I was just shuffling things around here and there, and I lost my mic. I lost my mic that I used to record the podcast, so I've been without a mic. I just found it actually this morning. I was like, I've looked every single day. It's like one of those things, it's like I, I had to have had it either, you know, two or three places. It's like, what in the world's going on, man? I just assumed, I was like, all right, I just, uh, I'm just going to assume that I knocked it out of the truck or something getting in and out somewhere and it's it's gone man i was actually thinking about it today i was like you know what i think i'm just gonna look online and order another one if i find the old one then uh hey whatever but uh i was uh chalking it up for um for a loss man i was like there's no way i'm gonna find this thing but this morning i went through my box truck and i'm like you know what i'm gonna look one more time so I got in there. It was real early in the morning, dark. So I got my flashlight out, looking around. Well, in the box truck, the uh, the seats fold forward, and a lot of times between like the back of the seat and the butt of the seat, there's this little slot, and stuff will occasionally slide back in there and get kind of uh, hidden back behind the seat. And I looked uh, several times, but I just overlooked it every time I looked kind of tucked in under the seat a little bit more so anyways man i was looking this morning and i was like all right this is my last last chance or my last time to look and i flipped the seat forward again and i'm looking in there and i'm like hey i think i see it pulled it out sure enough man my mic it's hidden under the box truck seat so i've got the mic back up and going and uh thought i would plug it in do a little podcast on the way to uh, work this morning. It is cold here in Missouri, man. It's uh, nice and sunny. Beautiful, beautiful sunny uh, day here in uh, our area, but it's 44 degrees, man. And uh, that's a little bit cooler than typical this time of year, especially here in our area. So uh, we got some unusually uh, cooler weather, and on top of that, a lot drier weather. So we've had a lot of... Uh, a lot of dry days, no rain. We did have a, about a quarter inch of rain that came down pretty quick and everything pretty well rolled off and it didn't help things out at all. I'm actually on uh, kind of like the last part of our, uh, of our mowing for the season because it's been so dry. So all the lawns that I've taken care of uh, this week, it'll be the last mowing unless something crazy happens, unless it just turns 80 degrees again it starts raining every day which it's happened before in october and into november but uh last year man i was mowing up until november so i went to the gie last year came back mowed a little bit more uh didn't do any leaf cleanup last year until the end of november and most of it was in december uh but this year i think things are going to be a lot different it's already looking like it's going to be um you know, fall's going to be here before you know it. I've actually mulched some leaves already, and typically you don't do that until 
uh, mid to late October. So I think we're about a month ahead of uh, schedules according to you know how things have kind of worked out in the past. So I know every year is different, but that's kind of how it is here in Missouri this year. It's been a crazy, just an unbelievable season. But enough about the weather. Enough about that. I uh, wanted to talk to you guys. Man, I don't even know. Let's talk about uh, the Toro trip. So I uh, went on the Toro trip and checked out some new equipment. I'm just going to tell you guys what is new out there now. And I've got one video up uh, on YouTube and a couple of pictures on Instagram and Facebook. So you've probably seen it already, but there are some things I didn't mention or didn't talk about. Maybe you saw it on some other channels. Uh, about seven or eight other guys went to Toro headquarters, checked out all the new cool stuff. And uh, so, yeah, let's just jump into it, man. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's like crazy because the, the main thing that stole the show for me anyways, and that was, it's called the Grandstand HDX. And so that is the big boy Grandstand. It is to compete with the Wright ZK, the Ferris Z3X, the Skag V-Ride 2, all those different brands that have the high horsepower and the bigger deck. So this Grandstand HDX will come with a 37 horsepower Vanguard EFI engine. Same thing I'm running on the uh, Ferris Z3X and it will have the wheel guard system. So identical setup as far as the engine goes uh, that I've been running you know in the past. So I do have some, uh, I don't know, I've, I have mixed, mixed feelings about the Vanguard going on the uh, on this new grandstand but it's like that's all that most of these manufacturers can get right now kawasaki's like you can't find one kohler you can't find one vanguard is just like producing these things like crazy apparently and um you know they're going on these newer machines that are out a lot of new machines uh they do have the kawasaki efi which i've heard a lot of bad things about the Kawasaki EFI, the the high horsepower, I think it's like 38 and a half or something like that. Um, they've had a lot of issues with them. My dealer has worked on several. Actually, every one that he sold, uh, they've come back and he's worked on electrical issues with those Kawasaki EFI engines. Eventually, they'll get it figured out and it'll be a really good solid mower um, like Kawasaki is, but right now man they're having a lot of issues and my dealer is like i would really stay away from that engine so um 37 horsepower vanguard efi uh, it's uh you know it's got its known problems but i think now that they're known they're a little bit easier to solve a little bit easier to fix uh so it shouldn't be as much of an issue as the kawasaki right now so i'm looking at it as a win for the toro company because options are limited right now and i think that you know it probably is the go-to engine because it's been on it's been put on a whole lot of uh, different mowers here recently and i think uh, the companies kind of know the the flaws so they can work through those as they come but anyways we have the grandstand hdx it it was a uh the one we demoed anyways was a 72 inch mower it has a 37 horsepower engine I already told you that I'm not sure on the hydros I didn't get the uh, info on the hydros it was like one of those things that was kind of secondary it didn't really matter to me but 
Um, same thing as the regular grandstand, it's just beefed up a whole lot more and it's, of course it's a lot bigger. Uh, the tires are a lot bigger on the back, the tires are bigger in the front, uh, gives it a nice smooth ride. Um, it's still the platform on the back, nothing has changed there. It's basically just a huge upgrade from the little grandstands that uh, you've seen in the past. So, um, got to try that mower out. It runs really good. It's nice and smooth. It's very, very quick. Um, it has a lot of torque, so you can get off the line quick if you need to, you know, get from one place to the next really quick. It spins around super easy. I uh, like the hydros, like the feel of it. It's nice and smooth as far as the controls go. Um, let's see, any downsides? Of course, the um, operator presence controls in the hands uh, and, the, and the levers. I don't like that, but that's kind of the way they have to design it right now because the the way the foot platform flips up so you can use it as a walk behind. So I get what they're doing, but at the same time, I never did like the um, the operator presence control in the in the handles because anytime you move your hands around at all or switch position with your hands, those bars automatically flip up and when they do you got to constantly be pushing them back down and trying to move your hands around so you can so you can push them back down it's not like the ferris or the skag where the bars you know are in one spot they don't move up and down um, so i don't like that part but it is what it is that's how toro and gravely kind of design their mowers because they have the uh you know the stand in the back off the mower and that flips up so you can use it as a walk behind. So pros and cons to everything, right? That was one of my cons. A lot of people may love it. I don't particularly like that. So uh, that's just my personal opinion, though. Nothing against the mower, nothing uh, that's going to affect the mower in any way like that, but just personal preference, you know, running the stand-on mowers for all these years. But um, in the front of the mower, it has like an I-beam, what they call it. So the front casters are mounted to that I-beam. It looks totally different than uh, what you're used to seeing in the, you know, in the past. So uh, <clears throat> it looks a little, it looks a little different, you know, different look to it for sure. So something that's really cool um, on the uh, Grandstand HDX, and that was uh, they have a little platform kind of, I don't even know what you call it, but it goes on top of the uh, deck. So if you're looking at the mower and you're looking on top of the deck, there's like a platform there uh, just in front of the engine. You can raise that platform uh, forward and you can get to all your, your pulleys, all your belts, springs, uh, idler pulleys, uh, you know, idler arms. You can get all that stuff right there. So it's a nice and convenient so you can do any type of maintenance you need to do to on it. So I do like that a whole lot. You flip the uh, platform back down, and like I said, it's kind of flat. It's square area. It's about the size of a, maybe a trash can. Um, you know, so you can put like a square barrel on there, a trash can on there. If you need to move any debris around or, or move stuff around. So um, that was really cool. I really like that uh, feature, just so you can access the, you know, everything under the deck or on top of the deck. A little bit easier because on the ferris i don't know if the right zk is this way i don't really know but on the ferris anything that's like in the middle of the deck if it's not on the outsides of the deck um, anything in the middle it's just hard to get to man it's you lower the deck all the way down but there's not much room between uh, the frame of the mower and the uh and where the engine's at 
and then the uh, on top of the deck so this will be a lot better man a lot easier to maintain I don't know how you uh, change the hydraulics on the on, on the machine but um, the Ferris is a pain I mean a pain to uh, change the oil so hopefully they made that a little better on the grandstand HDX um, I don't really know haven't really looked at it but I'm hoping they did because uh, yeah that would be that would definitely be a pro to uh, to change in and service in the hydro oil other than that man that was uh, kind of all there was to the uh, grandstand HDX you guys should check it out definitely check it out in the outdoor demo area at the GIE um, Equip Expo coming up. It's going to be here before you know it, man. It's crazy. It's like, what, a couple of weeks away, a little over two weeks away. I'm getting excited. I don't know about you guys, but I'm getting pumped up and ready to go to uh, Equip Expo. But uh, yeah, so the Grandstand HDX kind of stole the show. Um, some other things that we saw while we were there was an upgrade to the um, kind of the Toro small line like the entry level commercial maybe I'm not sure kind of how where it falls there but it's the, called the Toro 2000 and the 2000 is uh, it's a really nice looking mower I mean it's probably for a homeowner that wants a really bad looking mower uh, maybe for a entry level commercial guy that, that wants a really nice looking machine but maybe does stuff part time but really needs a commercial uh, type mower so um, it's a Toro 2000. Didn't spend a whole lot of time checking it out, uh, but I did because, man, I was I was just so impressed with that HDX grandstand. I was like, that's what I was um, focusing on. They did have the Grandstand Revolution there and the Z Master Revolution, which we saw that last year uh, at Toro headquarters, and we got to try it all out. Uh, so they do. Ha they did have those two machines there, battery powered. Obviously, the Revolutions the battery lineup so um, a sit down version a standard version I got to try those out and then they had a uh, a battery powered just a completely new battery powered lineup for the handheld equipment and so they had a blower and a trimmer a string trimmer and a hedge trimmer I think that's the only three attachments if I remember right uh, that they had but it was pretty cool so Tony Tony's Lawn Care, uh, the Lawn Care Talk podcast. He's probably going to be wanting to check this out because he's all into this battery-powered equipment. Feel maybe the same way. He may want to check it out, see what he thinks about it. I um, haven't ran much battery-powered equipment commercially. I mean, I've, I've tried out the uh, Toro 60 volt, and that's all I've tried out. It's more of a residential line of, uh, of trimmer. Now they have the commercial lineup, so... Um, I, I would tell you guys how much runtime, but I'm not going to be accurate because I can't really remember the numbers. But it was very impressive. Uh, they told us the numbers. It was really impressive. So what they have is similar. I think it's similar to the Steel and the Husqvarna um, battery power commercial equipment. And if I remember right, the Steel and the Husqvarna, and you guys may be like, no, Cameron, that is not right. You're wrong. But... Um, I'm just kind of thinking, just kind of trying to remember how they're set up. I'm wanting to say they have the, um, they have the, like the backpack battery option where you tether into the blower and the string trimmer. If so, that's what Toro's doing now. They have a backpack that you can put on your back 
it holds two batteries and these batteries are the bigger batteries I don't think they're 10 amp I think they're a little bit bigger they could be 10 amp but I was thinking they were a little bit bigger maybe not you have to check it out at the GIE um, Equip Expo and see what size those batteries are for you guys that want to get down to the specs of uh, everything but um, they do have a battery um, battery pack that goes on your back it looks like a backpack you know like you're carrying a backpack blower it's kind of big um, I don't know if it's smaller than the steel or the Husqvarna I don't really know but nonetheless man it's a it's a it's a backpack you can put two batteries in there and then you tether the stream trimmer or the hedge trimmer or the blower to that uh, backpack that backpack battery backpack whatever you want to call it so that was kind of cool um, I do have some videos of Brad with Copper Creeks running that blower and running that string trimmer and I have a I think I have a video of maybe Johnny with uh, blades of grass running the um, the backpack blower I don't know if I have him a video of him running the string trimmer but I think the only one I got on the string trimmer I think was Brad but anyways um, it has a lot of power man it's knocking down tall stuff and it's going through it really quick I did notice that it was kind of getting um, ting the tall stuff anyways I'm talking waist high and maybe even taller than that he Brad was going through there knocking some grass down and it did get uh, kind of bogged up grass kind of did get bogged up around the trimmer head but I mean it's like waist high grass so it's probably going to be expected but uh, as far as the power goes man it was just eating through it like it was nothing so if you guys want to check that out I'll try to get a video up on that um, you can probably check out uh, Brad with Copper Creek Cuts he may have a video of that up already uh, you could check out Johnny with Blades of Grass I know some of the other guys that were over there were uh, Mitchell Gordy with um, Mitchell's Lawn Care and who else was over there um, let's see trying to think of who was over there at the time getting some videos I think Paul Jameson Green Industry Podcast I'm pretty sure he was over there getting some uh, videos I know he was getting some videos of Sean Spencer running the Grandstand Revolution Sean took the Grandstand Revolution and he just dove right into like a palm bank so if you guys want to check that out I think it's all over everybody's social media Paul I know has a lot of videos on it Johnny has a lot of videos on it. Mitchell's got some videos on it. I don't even know if Sean has any videos of it. <laughs> I did video for him, so I know he's got video footage for YouTube, but I don't know that he put it on Instagram or Facebook or anything like that. I know I did see it on his YouTube video, his uh, his uh, video from the trip, so you guys might want to check that out. But Anyways, it was a fun time at Toro Headquarters. Got to check out some new battery-powered equipment. I'm wanting to try it out more at the Equip Expo. I didn't try it out a whole lot at the... Uh... Oh, 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 I got to tell you this, another thing. With this battery-powered system, and Tony, you may be like... You may think this is really cool. Uh, Phil, you may as well. Some of you guys that run battery-powered equipment, you may be like, oh, that's the coolest thing ever. But I thought it was pretty neat. So with my residential stuff... And I know Tony has talked about this in the past, and I don't remember what brand it was or what system it was, but I know he did mention one time that he has a battery pack, 
and that battery pack has a um, has the capability to add like four or five batteries to it so you could charge like four or five at a time and I don't know how that works I don't know if like one battery charges up first and it goes to the next one I wouldn't think so if it was like a four battery pack or five battery pack I would uh, I would think that it was um, uh, I, th I would think that all the batteries would charge like like at the same rate so if you have five batteries in there they're all charging like 50% 60% or whatever and so um, they had this huge I'm getting to all this because I'm, I'm gonna tell you about this battery pack they had I'm gonna try to get on here real quick while I'm talking about this and see if I can find some pictures that I took while I was there because um, there's some pictures let's see if I can find them oh man Hopefully I can find these pictures real quick, but the battery pack on that thing was, uh, it's massive. So they have a battery pack for the whole Toro, um, commercial, oh man, oh yeah, I do have it right here. Okay, so let me check this out. So there's this big, long battery pack charger, and it looks like it's designed to like hang on a wall. So you can put it on the floor, that's no problem or whatever. But it looks like to me it's designed to like hang on a wall like of an enclosed trailer or the box truck or maybe your wall at your shop. And so it has one, two, three, four, five, six. And so it has six, um, six, it can charge six batteries. Let's just say that. It has six slots to charge batteries and it's real long. So if you're looking at it from left to right, you'll see um, all the batteries charging like in a row, like one, two, three, four, five, six from left to right. So it's probably, I don't know, it's probably four or five feet, um, you know, long there. And you can just plug all those batteries in at once. They have light indicators um, on top of this thing. I'm looking at it right now. They have light indicators on top. So you can see each individual battery, I'm sure it flashes when it's charging. It's probably solid when it's done charging so you can mount these things to um you know your enclosed trailer your shop wall on your shop your box truck whatever i'm looking at the battery pack right now it's actually not as big as i was kind of thinking um i know i know one guy was talking about the battery pack uh, they sit side by side so you have two batteries in there if you were to have one battery only in there it would probably feel a little lopsided and they probably want to slide off to that one side on your shoulder. So you probably definitely need the two batteries in there when you're running it. So keep that in mind if you were to uh, to buy this or to test it out. Um, just keep that in mind because you're definitely um, going to want two batteries in that backpack. But anyways, I'm checking out the pictures right now, getting sidetracked. That was uh, That was the Toro trip. It was a fun trip, a good time. I uh, had a lot of great guys there to hang out with and just have fun with and and uh and then checking out the Toro equipment man that was really cool as well. So you guys are going to be seeing some new new stuff in the Toro booth um outside demo area, the inside booth as well. Be sure to check out the new Grandstand HDX. See what you think about it. See if it's going to compete with the Wright ZK Ferris C3X, Skag V-Ride 2, 
Um, and then check out the battery power equipment. Let me know what you guys think about that. But I think it's something worth looking into. I know the runtime, it was like a long time for the hedge trimmer and a long time for the battery um, power blower. And the stream trimmer was long as well, but I would say um, the stream trimmer is probably use probably going to use your most power. Could be the blower. Actually, maybe the blower. I don't know. Either way, it's uh, you're going to have to talk to them when you go to the, the Equip Expo because I don't know the numbers. But it sounded impressive whenever they said how long it would run. Because, look, the the, commer- or the residential stuff that I have right now, it only run like 20 minutes. Like, you're trimming for like 20 minutes. Unless you have the huge battery on there, it may be a little longer. But you're not getting much run time out of the residential lineup. And I don't know what Tony gets out of his Milwaukee stuff and uh, the battery-powered system there. I don't know how long he uh, he can run those things before they die on him. But I do know these commercial battery-powered, um, you know, handheld equipment from Toro is going to last pretty good long, you know, pretty good time. I'm just rambling on, man. I'm just pulled in here at the park. I got to get it done, man. So I'm going to get off here. But just wanted to share that with you guys. The new things there at the Toro, uh, on the Toro trip, and uh, look out for them at the GIE Equip Expo. So I'm out. I'm Cameron with the Lawn Care Life in Missouri. It's good to be back. I'm going to be back on the mower um, running that today. Oh, I got the right ZXL. You guys don't even know about that, probably. I'll talk to you guys about that one in the next episode. I'm out, guys. Hope you guys have a good day. And as always, hey, God provides.